Welcome to the Five State Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Mann, and I record this podcast to invest in the move of God that's happening in our five-state region of South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, and Nebraska. And in this episode, I'm going to continue the series I've been doing called The End Times for Beginners. And what I'm doing in this particular episode is I'm talking about six movements of God that are happening in the earth right now that are going to continue growing and maturing um, and coming to a crescendo all the way up uh, to the point where Jesus returns. And I think it's so important uh, that we have a biblical framework for what for for the end times that precede the return of Jesus. And and the way I break down the biblical framework is as we've talked about in other podcast episodes in this series. there's going to be great shaking leading up to the return of Jesus. And we need to be sober-minded and aware of that and prepare our hearts for that. But there's also going to be great revival. And I think that's so important is that the church uh, in the last days leading up to the return of Jesus is a victorious church. And although there is great persecution and there is great difficulty and shaking and challenges and sin growing in the earth, there's also great revival that's happening all the way up to the time Jesus returns. In fact, the uh, the bride of Christ at the end of the age uh, leading up to the return of Jesus is walking in the greatest level of devotion to Jesus, love for one another, and uh, the power and authority of the Holy Spirit. Um, it's, it's super, super important that we have a, a biblical vision for a victorious church at the end of the age. We're not going to be, you know, some people, it's like they see the difficulties that the Bible talks about at the end of the age, and they are seeing rightly, but sometimes they don't see the revival and the great things and the victorious church uh, at the end of the age. That's also in the scripture, and we need to see both. We're going to be a victorious church. There's going to be great shaking and great revival. So in this particular podcast, I just kind of break down six different movements of God. And uh, anyway, I'll get into it right after this word from our sponsors. Hey guys, welcome to session 16 of the End Times for Beginners course. And this is a series of short videos that uh, on a playlist I've designed on my YouTube channel that give a basic introductory understanding to what the Bible says concerning the end times. So in the previous video on the playlist, um, I talked about the Great Tribulation, that final three and a half year period leading up to the return of Jesus that Jesus described as a time of Great Tribulation. And here's like two things I want to highlight to you right now that I think are so important to remember concerning the Great Tribulation is that the Great Tribulation will simultaneously be the greatest trial, number one, that the earth has ever seen. But at the same time, it will be the greatest revival that the world has ever seen. Like both of them, great revival and great shaking and trial are going to happen at the same time during that same three and a half year time period uh, on the on the earth. And as in the book of Exodus with God's people there and Moses leading them, and the way it was with God's people in the book of Acts, in both cases, 
the kingdom and the people of God was powerfully advancing through miracles, signs and wonders, the judgments of God being poured out. There was a harvest, all these awesome things, but it was in the midst of persecution and suffering. And so it will be uh, at the end of the age, in that final great tribulation period leading to the return of Jesus, like the people of God will go through great testing, great trials, great suffering, and so will all the people of the earth. But there will also be great revival advancing in the earth. The kingdom will be making great advances in the earth through the people of God. And so it's going to be, uh, in one sense, an awesome time to be alive. I mean, talk about, if you know, me, sometimes I read the book of Acts, and I'm like, oh, it would have been so awesome awesome to be alive, you know, in living in the book of Acts. But you know, there was a lot of persecution and suffering going on there too, even though there was great glory and great power. Guys, at the end of the age, the greatest revival in history is going to hit the earth at the same time that the greatest tribulation of history hits the earth. And so it's important to remember this. And so what I want to do in this session is I want to highlight six moves of God that will mature and converge together in the last days um, to bring the bride of Christ to maturity, uh, to bring in the final harvest that completes the Great Commission, and to usher in the return, the physical return of Jesus that destroys the kingdom of darkness and restores the earth permanently. So there's six moves of God. And again, I just want to say this as a preface. You know, this is the way I categorize it. This isn't like necessarily like it says in the Bible, a verse, six moves of God will happen. Um, This is my terminology. This is the way I kind of break down. But some people may look at these different movements of God happening in the earth and categorize them a different way. That doesn't matter. The point is these six movements of the spirit, activities, graces of God are growing in the earth even now. Even today, as I record this video, all six of these movements of God are happening and they're maturing and they're growing in the earth. And as we approach the return of Jesus, even during that great tribulation period, these six different movements of God are actually going to come to their greatest level of maturity and power, and they will even converge together and become one powerful movement of God in the earth with all six of these dynamics happening within it. Now, here's why this is important, because these, as I already said, these movements of God, they're already happening in the earth today. And what we want to do is we want to identify what the Lord is doing, and we want to be intentional about participating in all of these moves of God, growing in these six different graces that, that God is pouring into his church on the earth right now, because we want to be a part of what he is doing in the last days. And this is what the Lord is doing, these six things. So I'm going to list them real quick, and then I'll kind of go through them and talk a little bit about each one of them. So the six movements of God, as I categorize them, are the prayer movement, Number two, the worship movement, the prophetic movement, the missions movement, the signs and wonders movement, and the, um, you know, my terminology, the family movement. And so let me describe, like, uh, these are, uh, let me just, just go through each one of these. So first of all, six moves of God, the, the prayer movement. The prayer movement is growing in the earth right now. It's been growing in the earth for a while. And this, when I think of the prayer movement, I think of many different things, but I guess I would focus in this session on intercession. 
God is going to raise up his church throughout the earth as a vibrant house of prayer. We are going to be a praying people. You know, many times uh, when you come to the church in the Western world, you probably, if you hung out with us during a, any given week, you wouldn't say that we are a praying people. But uh, that's not so in every in every place. But the church in the book of Acts was a praying church and great power the great outpouring of the spirits and even judgments of the Lord happened in response to the prayers of the early church during the book of Acts. And it's going to be that way again in the end. God's raising up the church all over the earth to be a mighty house of prayer, a mighty prayer movement. And this is going to be very strategic because in the it's going to be the prayers and the intercession of the saints that are going to pray forth the workers into the harvest field to finish the great commission. Um, the prayers of the saints in the earth are actually going to trigger, you can read this in the book of Revelation, it's the prayers of the saints that trigger the release of the judgments, divine judgments uh, in the book of Revelation um, that defeat the Antichrist and usher in the physical return of Jesus. I mean, that's an enormous thing. I want you to think about it like this. In the in uh, the story of the Exodus, in the book of Exodus, um, God released the judgments against Pharaoh in Egypt, who was a type of, a foreshadow of the ultimate final Antichrist. God released great, powerful judgments against Egypt, uh, Pharaoh and his empire, uh, Egypt, to liberate God's people and to bring them into their promised land. And uh, that was a prophetic picture, but it's interesting all of those judgments, they were released at the word of Moses. God would speak to Moses, and Moses would he he would pray, and he, and the judge, and then God would respond and release the judgment. And then, uh, oftentimes, Pharaoh would be like, "Stop, Moses, tell it to stop." And then, and Moses would pray, and then God would stop it. It was like there was this partnership in prayer between God and Moses. Um, that God released the judgments that liberated the people and brought them into their land. And even through those judgments, revealed his glory to the Gentile nations, by which later Rahab, who was a Gentile, uh, came to the Lord because of the testimony of Jesus, uh, I mean, of the judgments, the signs and wonders that were poured out in Israel's favor uh, against uh, Pharaoh and Egypt. So in the same way, during the Great Tribulation, uh, those 21 judgments mentioned in that book um, are going to be released uh, in partnership with the praying church throughout the earth. So the anointing and intercession that's going to grow in the church is going to come to its greatest level of maturity uh, and the authority in prayer during that great tribulation period. And um, yeah, we want to be a part of that right now. Number two, the worship movement. When I think of the worship movement, it's it's that um, the bridal intimacy with Jesus where we... Uh, um, Actually, uh, it's where we come before the Lord and we love him for who he is. We worship God for who he is. And it's that heart of worship. And there's a, that movement's in the earth even now. And I, I really the worship movement and the prayer movement, I'm kind of separating them here, but they really go together. Same with the next one, which is the prophetic movement. <clears throat> the worship movement, though, is just that bridal intimacy where we love God with all of our heart. It's the first commandment in first place that we love the Lord our God with all our 
heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all of our strength. Like that heart of worship and passion and deep devotion to God is going to grow in the bride of Christ. And uh, that movement's happening in the earth even now. And it's going to actually, this this powerful worship and abandonment in love for Jesus, seeing his beauty and adoring him for who he is, is actually going to strengthen and give great hope to the body of Christ that's going to enable us to endure the difficult aspects of the great tribulation and to overcome and stay faithful to Jesus. Um, Also, it's the way a worship is, Worship unleashes the power of God in the earth, you know, and there's, there's examples of that in the Bible, but the worship movement, the, the scriptures declare it's going to come to a level of maturity, authority, and power in the body of Christ in the, in the last days that is going to um, be very, very strategic in releasing the power of God and advancing the kingdom of God. Third movement, prophetic movement. And I think of this of um, understanding the times. You know, I, I think the ultimate manifestation of the level of authority and power and accuracy that the prophetic grace is going to go to in the body of Christ is the two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11. You can read it then. But it's not just those two guys. There will be a prophetic anointing upon the body of Christ all over the earth that will go to a whole new level. You know, and the prophetic movement's already happening. You know, we prophesy today. And uh, uh, I've prophesied before. Everyone who knows Jesus can prophesy. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. But, you know, it's like um, right now in the circles I run in, for the most part, you know, the, 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 the prophetic grace is like at a kindergarten preschool type level, you know. There's, um, it's, it's, it's not many times. It doesn't look nearly as powerful as the gift of prophecy that we see recorded in the scripture when it was happening there, but it's going to go there and it's going to get to the point where, uh, you know, we're, we are going to be, um, prophesying things and signs and wonders will confirm it even in the heavenly realms and it will bear uh, witness to the earth and they will take our words seriously because of the level of prophetic unction that is on the church and I think part of that has to do with understanding the times even just knowing the scriptures and what they say about the end times we're going to be like hey this is what's coming next this is what's going to happen according to the scriptures and we'll have a prophetic understanding from the Lord and it won't just be one or two people here and there. God will raise up prophetic voices, but then that the word of the Lord for the hour will sweep through the whole body of Christ and the earth and empower them as one voice to be trumpeting the word of the Lord in that season. And then it will happen just like we proclaimed. And it will be a sign and wonder to the unbelieving world that will help them see the light of Jesus and come into the kingdom of God. Um, It's also going to give great strength and hope to the church, just the prophetic grace that will be operating in the body of Christ. And it will also, last thing on the prophetic moment, it's actually going to contribute to the unity of the church. And uh, because we're going to have one heart, one mind, hearing the voice of the Lord, and uh, there's going to be a unity that will come to the church as the the prophetic grace increases. And so, guys, I want to tell you this. Don't look at any of these movements in their immaturity as they are now in the earth and just say, oh my goodness, I see so much stuff that's fake. I see so much hype. I see so much of this. But you know what? I'm going to tell you, the real is mixed in there. And it's immature. We're still growing. We have a long ways to grow, but it's real. Like in the midst of all the stuff, 
if there's something that's real and we don't want to get say ah turn off the prophetic grace turn off the prayer movement or whatever it is because of the crazy stuff that we see that may be unbiblical or may not be true or accurate you know what we want to do is we want to learn from that we want to humble ourselves and we want to grow in what's real and uh, we want to discern and not do the, the the fake stuff or the fleshly carnal stuff but we want to grow in the real prophetic anointing it's happening in the earth right now and we want to grow in it because it's going to mature and it's going to converge with these other six movements and it's going to all contribute to the bride of christ being mature in the great completion uh, great commission being completed number four uh the missions movement and uh this is you know i think of the missions movement i think of the the seeking for every nation tribe and tongue to hear the gospel and to make disciples of all nations you know this has not been completed yet this is the great commission jesus says go make disciples of all nations and we've not done it yet you know there's there's a lot of nations we have and there's a lot of people groups out there that still have not yet heard the gospel they do not have a church there of people who believe the lord and believe the gospel and are and are growing together in the grace of god um and that is going to be completed before Jesus returns. So this missions movement, which is on mission to complete this great commission that God, Jesus gave to his church, um, it's going to grow in the earth, in the power of the Spirit, in powerful gospel proclamation, uh, You know, church planning movements, disciple-making movements, things like that. This is going to continue to increase lead, and come to its greatest climax leading up to the return of Jesus at the end of the age. Number five, the signs and wonders movement. Again, these are my class of and really all of these are kind of, they overlap and are mixed together in different ways. I'm just kind of breaking it up into these six categories. Um, but the signs and wonders movement, I, I think of this as like those who are seeking to grow at operating in the miraculous power of God as a witness to the world and to meet the needs of people, God's people and even people in the world, like healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead, the stuff that Jesus did, the stuff that we see in the book of Acts. Like there are, there are, these movements are happening right now where there's people who are growing in the grace of God and the gifts of the spirit in these areas in healing the sick, casting out demons, prophesying, you know, and still I would say it's at its elementary levels. It's nowhere near what, what we see in the book of Acts many times, sometimes it is some places it is but um it's going to grow and it's going to become mature it's going to become the most powerful it's ever been signs and wonders and miracles from the lord are going to be happening through god's people all over the earth and so this is happening right now so again don't just look at some carnal fleshly stuff or you know error and look at mistakes that are made or unbiblical things that are done as people pursue growing in these graces just you know weed that out pull the weeds but hold on to what is good because in the midst of it there's a real movement of god and people healings are happening deliverances are happening miracles are happening today all over the place and this movement is going to this grace i should say it's going to continue to grow in the body of christ and come to maturity even in the great tribulation period. And finally, number six, the family movement. And uh, again, this is my terminology, but when I think of like the family movement, I'm thinking of the church of Jesus Christ being one family under in Christ with God as our father. And um, John 17, in John 17, Jesus prayed a prayer, praying for the unity of his church so that the world may believe our witness, our testimony of Jesus. And God is going to fulfill this prayer. And uh, God is going to, you know, right now there's, there's often so much division 
uh, discord, silly just uh, uh, divisions and dissensions that happen in the body of Christ and has been throughout history. But in the generation that Jesus returns, the church functioning in unity as a family is going to come to maturity. And the greatest, I, I love the church. The greatest people in the entire world are God's people. I truly believe that. I've traveled many, many different countries. The best people in every place are the people that know and love Jesus. They're the best people. We're, we're immature. We're growing. We have our issues that need to be cleaned up and fixed. But I'm telling you, like that's going to keep happening. And the body of Christ loving one another is family. With you know, fathers and mothers and brothers and sisters, etc. in the body of Christ, uh, the, the family of God comprised of all the nations and all the tribes and all the languages, all the ethnic groups throughout the earth is going to happen. And think about this. In a time, the Great Tribulation, when hatred and brokenness are multiplying and filling the earth, the church will shine forth as a mature, unified, loving family in Christ at the exact same time. This in and of itself is going to be a powerful witness that draws people to Christ because they're going to see the confusion, the hatred, the brokenness, the loneliness, the uh, lack of trust, the, all this stuff in the world. And then they're going to look at the people of God when they're together, the way we love each other, even lay down our lives for one another. And they're going to be like, I want to be a part of a family like that. Like, I, I want to be a part of that. I want to be loved like that, and I want to love like that. How do I do that? And we'll say, it's through Jesus. Jesus changed us, and he knit us together as a family, and he teaches us to love by the Spirit of God that he shed abroad in our hearts. And they're going to be like, I want him, and they're going to believe, and they're going to become part of the family of God. So these six mo movements are going to be uh, increasing and converging. So let me just conclude by saying this you know the, the names of these six the way i categorized these six different movements of god um you know they're, they're mine uh some people may you know divide them up or categorize them in a different way which is totally fine but all six of these are i i could show you scriptures found in the bible where these things are coming to maturity and happening in the great tribulation period and so um These six moves of God, again, they're happening in the earth right now. Like right now. We don't want to wait till the great tribulation to start growing in these graces. This is the gift of God. These six graces are, are the gift of God to equip God's people to stand strong and come to full maturity, finish the great commission, and overcome the evil one uh, at the end of the age and usher in the return and the reign of Jesus upon the earth. And we want to start right now growing in these graces because they're available right now. So here's what I encourage you to do. Um, I encourage you, you know, a, a lot of times, this is what happens. It's like some people are like, yeah, I love the prayer movement and I love the worship movement and the prophetic movement, but they don't really have anything to do with the missions movement or the family movement. And some are like, yeah, I'm into signs and wonders and, and that stuff and missions, but they're not really into the prayer movement or the family movement thing. Others are like, family, we're the people of God. We got to love one another and care for one another, but they're not into the prayer movement, the missions movement. It's like some are just like part of one. They have their favorites, but not really involved in the others. Listen, all six of these graces, these movements of God, are all equally from the Lord, and all of them are essential for us to become mature and complete in Christ. And so this is my encouragement to you, and this is what I want to do personally. I want to get connected with 
people in all six of these movements. I want to learn from those who, you know, have been going deep in one of these graces. And I, I want to learn from them. What have you learned? You're farther down the track than I am. And I, I, they, I want them to be able to learn from me in the things that I've been growing in. And what's going to happen is as we come to the return of the Lord, even during that great, great final three and a half year great tribulation period, these six movements of God are going to converge powerfully as one river, as one movement to bring the body of Christ to maturity. And they're going to come to their greatest level of authority and power in all of these things. And it's really, really important. So I encourage you, seek the Lord, begin growing in these six graces right away. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Five State Revival Podcast. Um, I'd love to hear uh, any questions or feedback that you have concerning uh, the end times or something I talked about uh, in this podcast. You can email that feedback or your questions to me at fivestaterevival at gmail.com. That's the number five state revival at gmail.com. And I'll look forward to connecting with you again on the next episode. God bless you.